Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's that special time, the time for guys of a certain age, even though it's only two guys in studio, Robbie Koblenz. And Art Shirley, that's <laughs> what we're in studio with. In studio with. Boy, that's how we become r- such creatures of habit. We really have, yeah. don't we? We could just get that that canned Art Shirley. Yeah. And that would be great. That would be great. We need to do that. And, and then I could, wouldn't have to be here anymore. That's right. Yeah, that's just, right. That's and, right. And Jay is not with us. Jay Reed. Jay Reed. Jay yeah. Reed. The note taker extraordinaire yeah. is uh, not available for recording today. That's so. right. So, but we had a great episode last week, the grilling episode, which you haven't heard yet because it hasn't been yet. posted. Yeah. But we barely talked about you. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Okay. Just a little bit. That's but okay. Yeah. Yeah. We got into the Mexican corn thing, which was kind of cool. Mm, that yeah. sounds good. I've never made Mexican corn. I've never had Mexican corn. Really? Grilled Mexican corn with mayo on it or la crema or whatever. Yeah. I can't remember where I've had it before, but it's good stuff. Was it Mexico? No, it wasn't Mexico. Well, Maybe it was Mexico. Was it New Mexico? No, it may have been New Mexico. So would that be New Mexican corn? New Mexican corn. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I suppose that old Mexican corn. <laughs> As opposed to the old Mexican corn. And we're 90 seconds in and we're completely off topic. That's so right. let's try to reel it back in without Jay here to keep us in, 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 in check. That's right. Yeah. So right. let's do a little geek of the week. Okay. What you got? Uh, unfortunately, sad news. Wilford Brimley, uh, character actor extraordinaire. Uh, is dead at the age of 85. Uh, a lot of people recently probably know him more for his uh, work with Quaker Oats and uh, for diabetes commercials. And I think there's an insurance company he was a spokesman for for a while as well. And he was the heavy in the firm. He heavy was the big, in the firm. That's the right. Yeah. So the and 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 for the geeks of a or guys of a certain age, uh, or the geeks of the week is what I started to call us. Yeah. But uh, for the guys of a certain age, of course, we know him for some of the science fiction things like uh, The Thing, the remake of John Carpenter's oh, remake that's of right. The Thing. Yeah. 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 That's the first thing I ever saw. First, no pun intended. First thing I ever saw him in. And then Cocoon, of yeah. course. And he was much younger than the rest of the actors at that point, but he played a little older than he was before. Uh, did a couple of other things, too. Some TV series, as you mentioned, The Firm. But just a great actor and uh, and certainly always enjoyed uh, his performances. But uh, I think he pretty much played this, uh, other than playing maybe the heavy in, in both the firm and, and the, his performance of the thing, he kind of played the same guy. <laughs> kind of played himself yeah, a little bit. Yeah, kind of played huh? himself. That's right. You know, he and uh, as the Wilford Brimley of my workplace. I'm certainly <laughs> sorry to see our mentor go. Yeah, you are kind of the Wilford I am. Brimley. Yeah, I mentioned that several times. I'll say something. I said, and that's uh, kind of like what Wilford would say. But do you like oatmeal? I do love oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> Quaker oats. Love so, it. So a friend of mine, the first uh-huh. time he saw the firm and at the end where when Tom Cruise is kicking the crap out of Wilford Brimley uh-huh. at the end. In fact, I think I saw uh, I saw the, the firm with my friend. He's like he, he was he was, you know, talking along with it. And he was pretending like he was Tom Cruise every time he kicked him. I hate oatmeal. <laughs> It was pretty fun. I cannot watch that scene without hearing, hearing it now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The I hate oatmeal. Yeah. So and Jay much, is our resident expert on a, a cocoon, right? So yeah, maybe he'll yeah. do a tribute. I, I've seen in. cocoon. I don't think I saw cocoon. The return. There was only two cocoon movies. That's, right? As far as I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And Ron Howard directed the first, if I remember. Yeah, I don't know who did the second one. I've seen both of them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and the second one's not bad. But the first one is just a classic. And it kind of stands alone. It does. It didn't really need a sequel. Yeah. yeah. So. 
kind of we've kind of covered that before. That's so, right. Yeah. yeah, we didn't mention that one. In that, we we that one. we should have, but uh, well, that was that was a little sad news. I saw that yeah. this weekend. So um, we're going to talk Emmys on the second half of the show. I but, will say in uh, our ongoing DC Universe saga. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need to do a DC Universe <laughs> DC update. Universe update. Yeah, uh, they have decided not to do their annual subscription anymore. Uh, we had, uh, I, th- I think I've mentioned it off mic. I don't know that I mentioned it. Uh, I got uh, HBO Max for $5 a month for the remainder of my DC Universe subscription. That was, so, a, that was a pity gift. That was a pity gift. That's right. So much content has moved from DC Universe to HBO Max or is in both places at this time. Uh, and then the announcement came out uh, last week sometime that they were not going to be doing annual subscriptions. You could still get it for a <laughs> monthly rate. Uh, so we'll just see what uh, what happens with that. The writing is on the wall. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt. So uh, that's our DC Universe update for this week. Now, now you and I swapped some text messages, and you're really digging the uh, Saturday morning cartoons on yeah, HBO Max. Yeah, so yeah. What, what what's on HBO Max cartoon? Well, morning? and uh, we had talked about maybe doing a Saturday morning cartoon podcast in the upcoming week, so this will be kind of a teaser for that. But the uh, Hanna-Barbera cartoons, uh, the Flintstones, the Jetsons, and I'm talking about the original versions and all the other versions as well. Uh, all the Scooby-Doo uh, variations that were there. The Johnny Quest, which is one of the things I'm, I'm kind of watching right now. Uh, not everything. Not like uh, if you got Boomerang, uh, what you would get. But uh, like there's no Space Ghost. But I'm not even sure if that's on Boomerang either. Because it's uh, all coming back to you. That's right. Boomerang. That's right. That's yeah. Boomerang. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, so yeah, I'd, uh, so that's been a lot of fun to see that stuff. And then there's things that uh, that are a little bit newer that I'm not as familiar with. With uh, with so uh, I'm watching some of those too occasionally. I uh, I uh, cross the renewal threshold for HBO Max, so they yeah. they pinged me for another month. Yeah, oh, so. <laughs> CBS got me. Yeah, I was I was going in to cancel, and they said, "Oh, we hate to see you leave. Please take another month for free." So I said, "Okay," and then they they billed me for it. <laughs> so they must have realized that they had done several free months for me. Yeah, and uh, so I will definitely be canceling out of that. I did see the Discovery, and now we have, all of a sudden we've gone from no geeks of the week to like seven. Yeah, but. so Discovery <laughs> is dropping uh, October in October, yeah. and then you've got uh, Lower Decks, which is the cartoon right version of Star Trek. Which yeah. is that in canon with the Star Trek animated series? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Some of the Star Trek animated series stuff is canon, though. The old yeah. one is a canon. Yeah. So in some of the short tracks that uh launched with discovery there's a animated short track mm-hmm. um that references the animated series i don't know if you saw that or not no i hadn't seen that yeah yeah you need to go back now well, as long as i've got it for the remainder of the of august i'll go back and yeah watch that. you need to watch the short tracks they're quite good okay i'll so, do that but yeah discovery those are tra- animated right they uh, well no no oh short tracks the lower decks is animated lower decks is completely the animated short the short tracks are the ones from the Discovery crew. That's right. Yes. Uh-huh. But there is one that's animated, and it calls back to the animated series. Oh, wow. So there's this creature that's looking outside of Sick Bay, seeing the animated um, uh, Kirk and the animated Spock and the animated Khan. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That is cool. I, I think saw it's a, uh, I need to see if I can find this link. There's a fan-made film that... Uh, was done in the filmation style. It's a. It's not a Kirk crew. It's their own crew, but they did it in the style of that. 
of the Star Trek animated series. I'll see if I can find that. Maybe we'll give the link next time. See, I had a Viewmaster as a kid, and I had a Star Trek the animated series yep. Viewmaster uh-huh. series. So you know that that's that's what comes to mind when I think of the animated series. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and that's on the animated series is on CBS All Access, right? Yes. So, um, any interest in Lord X? Watching Lord X? I have not, but I may. Uh, I may check it out and see because they're gonna reel you in. Because I think it's like twenty three weeks of, of oh, Star really? Trek. You got Lower Decks going into Discovery. Okay, and then uh, I don't. When's Picard? Picard it was renewed for season two. Yeah, but it won't be. It'll be twenty twenty one, late twenty twenty one at the earliest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think I told you guys off of uh, off mic we. Uh, Last week was the ten year anniversary of of um, oh Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh yeah, right. the movie. And so the uh, the cast did a a read through and seeing Allison Pill now reprising her role from ten years ago yeah. is pretty funny. And she was in Picard, which is what. Yeah, 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 yeah. She okay. was in Picard. And are uh, any of these series up for an Emmy? I guess we'll find we'll out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Well, you know, I did want to mention uh, the Hugos dropped as well. Oh, okay. So the winners of the Hugo. And uh, one of the things I thought was kind of cool is the Expanse won. Let's see where they are. Or actually, Ari Covey won. What did they win? Anyway, the Expanse won something, and I can't find it. You know, you think I'd have it. It wasn't. It was for writing, not for um, yeah, best series. The Expanse by James S. A. Corey won uh, the Hugo. So for best series, which is kind of cool. Um, but it was also one of the um, episodes of The Expanse was up for um, best dramatic work, and uh, it lost out to an episode of The Good Place. Wow! So so the uh, um, the Expanse literary version has won a Hugo now, which is really, really cool. That's very, you know, I'm just now looking and so this is interesting. So the Hugos are doing retro Hugo awards from 1945. That's really interesting. What do you mean? So they, they went back to 1944 and they awarded Hugos. So that retroactively, so it would be the 1944 work is awarded in 1945. So they've created a 1945 retro Hugo award. Wow. Yeah. So Lee Brackett, does that? Yes. Oh yeah. I know that name. Yeah. So best novel shallow over Mars by Lee Brackett. I'm trying to see what else is on here that I might And that's recommend. 45? That's 45. Well, wait for his work in 44. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else? I Rocket by Ray Bradbury won the best short story. That's kind of cool. That was in Amazing Stories, May of 44. Okay. Uh, the uh, Chithilu Mythos by H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. Shulu. Yeah. yeah. That's why I said you heard me wrong. <laughs> Run Best Series. Uh-huh. Um, look, Best Related Work, The Science Fiction Field by Lee Brackett won. That okay. was something from Writer's Digest. Best Graphic Story or Comic, Superman, The Mysterious Mr. Mixoplick. There you go. I can't. I don't know if that's right or not. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. It was up against a Buck Rogers, Donald Duck, Flash Gordon, like two Flash Gordons in the Spirit. So this is really cool. That's very interesting. Yeah. Best editor of short form. Guess who that would have been from 1944? Uh, Asimov. No. Editor. Oh, sure. 
Okay. Well, he edited, edited stuff for uh, Starlog, and yeah, but that was afterwards, I guess. John W. Campbell. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, of yeah. course. So yeah, uh, best fan writer Fritz Lieber. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Fan writer at that point. I guess so. And then he took off. Our, yeah. Yeah. Fefford and the Gray Mouser. Uh-huh. Mouser. Yeah. Yeah. This is really cool. I wasn't planning on talking about this when I brought it up. <laughs> and that's so. all our time. And that's all. Yeah, the Emmys were nominated too. But yeah, yeah this yeah. is actually, yeah, this is to me probably more interesting. So yeah, going back to 1944 yeah. and creating retro awards. And I don't know when the Hugo started. Um, I'll have to go back and look. So that's really, really cool. So anyway, that yeah. is very cool. Congratulations and to those who won and were nominated. That's right. You know, it's an honor just to be nominated. You know, it, you know, it's funny. We kind of make fun of that, but, but it, it actually of, is. Yeah, yeah. As someone who's been nominated for a regional Emmy like four or five times, uh-huh. it is an honor, but it gets really frustrating. Yeah, you don't. You're the win. Susan Lucci of regional Emmys. Boy, how many years did she go with forty something for a daytime Emmy? Maybe twenty something, but yeah, nomination and then she didn't win. Yeah, she yeah. finally won. Uh, what soap opera was she? All my children. All my children. Erica Kane. Wow. And she probably has, you know, that's Erica Kane slash slash slash, you know, whoever the husbands were through the years. So we should probably do a what soap opera did you watch as a kid yeah. episode? Of. Yeah. And I, what I, soap opera did you plan your college classes around? Wow. Did you really? I did not. Okay. No. Uh, you want to take Jay. a bet? With <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so on that note, we're going to pause for a second and plan our commercial announcements around us pausing and figuring out what we're going to talk about next. All right. And we're back in studio. Art, Robbie, no Jay, which means this will probably go a little bit quicker, but who knows? Jay just adds so much to our commentary. I, I still, I heard the episode the other day where all of a sudden he just realized, hey, y'all are talking about something I'm interested in. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Poor Jay. Poor Robbie. Watching, Poor Art. Watching Quibi at the time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think he has canceled his Quibi subscription. I heard that. Yeah. Sure yeah. Is. So we just, we need to do what streaming services we're still subscribed to. Yeah. Update. That's so. right. Uh, speaking of streaming services, the Emmys were nominated. The Emmys were nominated. The, the Emmy nominations were announced. And uh, it's interesting how much science fiction and fantasy was scattered through those nominations. Yeah. So um, we're going to go through a couple things and we're going to talk uh, about our, our reactions to it. Or we're actually not going to talk about our reactions. We're, we're going to react to We're going to react to it. As if we're seeing it for the first time. As if we're seeing it for the first time. So best drama, uh, which is, is the biggie for him. He's obviously... Uh-huh. It, it's fascinating to me that... Well, I'll, I'll walk through the... Uh, the uh, the nominees, Better Call Saul. And the nominees from, are Better Call Saul from AMC, The Crown from Netflix, The Handmaid's Tale from Hulu, Killing Eve from BBC America, Mandalorian, uh, Disney Plus, Ozark Netflix, Stranger Things Netflix, and Secession HBO. Yeah. The first thing that 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 screams out to me about that list is HBO only has one entry. Oh, that's interesting. You yeah. know, Watch, because I mean, not Watchmen, but um, um, yeah, Secession, Secession. So for the the, the network that invented the genre prestige television, mm-hmm. um, they've been upstaged somewhat by the streaming services, and Netflix has three entries in Best Drama. Yeah. Um, but the real shocker to me is The Mandalorian from yeah. Disney Plus. Uh huh. I mean, wow. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, nominated for a best drama. best drama series. Yeah, I it's know. crazy. It's some, like some respect or something. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what, what do you think about that? I mean, we got some Star Wars hitting with some real. Yeah, and you see, I mean, Handmaid's Tale is uh, is a you know a dystopian future, you know, science fiction, possibly you know crossover kind of thing. I know Margaret Atwood's story is similar to like 1984. I haven't watched the series. My my wife uh, loves it. You know, so it's very dark. But The Mandalorian is just cool to see because, like I said, you know, typically uh, Star Wars, uh, at least in Oscar terms, has always been, you know, kind of uh, honored with technical achievements. You may have an actor now and then that uh, that gets some some talk about, but but uh, usually you don't see uh, those kind of things awarded. And and The Mandalorian in there is is great. Uh, I certainly thought it was was a was a great. Great series, um, you know, um, had a bunch of different directors, some different styles, but uh, managed to, to, I thought, I thought tell a good story all the way through. So just, some episodes weaker than others. We've talked about that before, but I think overall the whole series was very, very well done. So does the addition of, of heavies like Werner Herzog and um, um, Nick Nolte into the show, does that give it yep. a little bit more gravitas? I would think so. Give it some credibility. But, you I mean, even from the beginning you had uh, – you know, Obi Wan Kenobi played by Sir Alec Guinness, so you had had somebody big in there. Yeah, but it, but, but, that, but it was a different was, world. Yeah, it, different world, and also um, because remember back then it, it was almost like a cash grab. It felt like mm-hmm. with Sir Alec oh, Guinness. Oh yeah, you know, Marlon Brando as as, as Jor El as Jor El as yeah. well. Yeah, you always had you always had somebody that would be kind of uh, and quite frankly, you know, not necessarily at the peak of their career. You know, I mean, uh, Alec Guinness and uh, with all and and Marlon Brando, with all due respect, you know, well, I guess it, Marlon Brando had just made The Godfather not too much before that, so he wasn't. But you know, anyway, I just feel like, yeah, I agree with you. They were kind of like, hey, this is this is we're going into this for the money. It's not for our love of this particular genre. And I think, in particularly, Sir Alec Guinness had no love at all for the boy. <laughs> for he Star did Wars. not. He did not. Yeah. But now, you know, and we, then we also had. Uh, like I said, some of the the directors that were chosen, uh, obviously we had Favreau that was kind of spearheading the whole thing. Uh, but you had some... Uh, Dallas Bryce Howard? Yeah. I mean, and I, I don't remember the names well enough, but these were all up and coming and really popular. I think Dallas Bryce Howard, this may have been her directing debut. Yeah. Um, but some of the other ones had done, had done solid work and bringing them in with their ideas, I think really led to... Something that was a very interesting show. Yeah. You know, it very much had a uh, had a Western feel like we talked yeah. about. So uh-huh. it, it seemed a little bit more grounded. Yeah. I think that may have helped, too. I think so, too. Yeah. I think there's, you know, kind of a backlash against all the CGI, you know, especially with the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and then the, uh, the, the latest trilogy, even though they had more practical effects, there's still this idea that it's, you know, at the end of the day, just uh, special effects. Yeah, and I think but keeping this more grounded and keeping this more performance based, I thought, even though you had a character who had a mask on the whole time, lead character, uh, I think you still had a lot of human emotion. And of course, who can you know underestimate the power of Baby Yoda? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I think in in this category, we're not going to do this for everything, but um, oh, we didn't even talk about Stranger. I Things. I know. I thought about that Stranger Things. Yeah. And to me, you know, I'm glad to see it get some recognition, but. Uh, this was not my favorite season of Stranger yeah. Things. So I think uh, I think it's better call Saul's Emmy to lose. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's so. a great show. And I haven't seen it since the second season, but yeah. uh, I understand it's really good. I'm going to wait till everything drops. That's kind of what I wanted to do. Through. I, that's what I did with Breaking Bad. I, I kind of like Better Call Saul better than Breaking I've Bad. I've heard people say it's actually a better show now. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. Maybe I heard you say it. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Well, it will change. Best limited series, which kind of dovetails what we talked about a few weeks ago. Yeah. You got Little Fires Everywhere from Hulu. You've got Mrs. America from FX. Unbelievable from Netflix. Unorthodox from Netflix. And then Watchmen from, from HBO. From HBO. Yeah. And again, Netflix kind of dominating everything. The only the only thing I've seen off that is Watchmen. Yeah, me too. So, me too. Uh, uh, and uh, and. Watchmen's just an incredible series. I mean, it really is. And that's limited as opposed to a uh, limited drama, I guess, yeah. is what that is. But, uh, yeah, I just thought that was an incredible, incredible and, series. And I wonder why um, Watchmen is limited at nine episodes and Stranger Things is not at eight episodes. Because Watchmen has been designated as a one only. Okay. So one that's what the only. deal is, even though they may come back and make other ones, right? Yeah, At this point, they're saying it's done. I think that cast of characters, that story is told. So, so, so all of those, all of those up there, there will not be, uh, uh another season made. It was, is completely, you know, contained in that one season. Yeah. At least like you said, for that particular story, there may be something that comes out under that brand, but it will be a different story. Yeah. I think that okay. arc is, is finished. Um, uh, Best Actress Comedy, we won't go into everything here, but I really do. I'm a big fan of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. And I think it's uh, Rachel Brosnan's to lose yeah. for that. We watched the first one or two seasons of that. Really liked it. I can't remember why we didn't go back to it. We need to because it's very well done. Yeah. I think everybody in it is great. Oh, they're phenomenal. The yeah. third season's great as yeah. well. We'll skip down. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, well, I mean, best actress drama. Yeah, I mentioned uh, Jodie Comer just because I think she's fantastic. She's in Killing Eve. Yeah. Uh, she's also doing more and more. We're starting to see her in more things. Um, Sandra Oh is been incredible as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jennifer Aniston for the morning show. Yeah. Which I watched an episode. I think you really liked that a lot. I, I it, you know, it got better. Yeah. Uh, it seemed a little forced to me. Yeah. That's, uh, we just, we watched inside. Ah, this is okay, but we didn't, we didn't go into it. Much. You know, it, it's interesting to see the marquee launch pieces for Disney plus, And that would have been the Mandalorian. Yeah. And then you've got the morning show, which right. had potential, but seemed a little forced. Yeah. A uh, lot of money mm-hmm. on the screen though. A lot of production value. Um, best actor drama morning show Steve Carell as yeah. well which yeah. I thought was pretty interesting uh-huh. and Sterling K. Brown is in there too for This Is Us right yeah yeah. Okay. he's phenomenal he's really good and he's also going to be I think uh, I saw that he's also a best uh, maybe guest performer or something uh, in a comedy series which I thought was interesting um, best actress limited series or TV movie uh, Regina King Watchmen oh yeah you know, she was just who absolute. else is nominated? So you got Kate Blanchett from Mrs. America, yeah. uh, Shira Haas from Unorthodox, Octavia Spencer from Self Made, and Kerry Washington from Little Fires Everywhere. Okay, which I'm remotely interested in Little Fires Everywhere. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be really good. Yeah, it's a Hulu piece, Hulu original. But Regina King was just awesome. Like I she, said, she's the only one I've seen, so I can't compare her to the other ones. But I thought her but, performance was just boy, great. her range in that yeah. show was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, so. she was really good. Uh, best actor limited series uh, or TV movie, Watchmen. Jeremy Irons. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. that's so interesting. Yeah, it, it, it is interesting. Uh, so again, Watchmen is just scattered throughout mm-hmm. throughout here. Um, it, it's funny you got Hugh Jackman from Bad Education and Mark Ruffalo from I Know This Much Is True. So I, the the stigma of being a superhero character 
doesn't hurt you in prestige pieces. No, it doesn't seem to anymore. You know, it, it, it really doesn't. Yeah. I mean, you know, you and think some of that is because I guess some of these folks came from, uh, I mean, Hugh Jackman was pretty much discovered as Wolverine in terms of movies. Yeah. So, but Mark Ruffalo obviously had a lot of stuff before he ever became he had a, uh, he had Bruce a, Banner. Yeah, he had a very strong career prior to. Yeah, yeah. And um, so and that has a little to do with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Hugh Jackman has been taken very seriously post-Wolverine. Yeah. And I think that's that only, you know, bodes well for these movies in that they'll be able to attract really good actors you know, if they know this isn't going to ruin my career. Yeah. The, the fear of typecasting yeah. doesn't really, um, isn't really there like it used yeah. to be because I also think audiences are now conditioned to let that go and understand that that role was in context of, yeah. and that person's not going to be yeah. that character forever. Yeah. Unlike poor William Shatner, who yeah. was, who was Kirk. Our Leonard Nimoy, even more so is Spock. Uh, even know? though his biography was, I am I not Spock. Spock. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, again, looking for science fiction fantasy with some of the supporting actors. Not a whole lot there because I'm rolling through, rolling through, rolling through. Uh, supporting actress drama. You've got Thandie Newton for, um, for Westworld. Um, which it was kind of surprising to me that Westworld was not in the best drama discussion because that's the other prestige piece that HBO has got going right now. You know, the first one, the first series was so, um, so well received. Um, I just finished watching season three and it, Went off the rails a Did little it bit. Really? Okay. Yeah, it, it was almost, uh, I think um, Jake here in the shop mentioned it. He said it had been a great science fiction series on its own, season three. Yeah. If it had no Westworld ties whatsoever. Yeah. So, it should have been Future World. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Killing Eve, Fiona Shaw. Yeah. For supporting actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, supporting actress drama, Bradley Whitford, The Handmaid's Tale. So yeah. Josh Lyman gets another <laughs> Emmy nod. And it's so funny to... Um, can't see, keep his own series though going unfortunately the no, uh, choir thing that he had did that that canceled yeah, out they canceled that yeah. they, they canceled a lot of stuff and you can't help but wonder if you know i don't know if our viewing habits or, or their production schedule whatever during uh, the covid stuff so didn't it hurt some of that but. it's it's funny to see josh molina who um uh, played will bailey on the west wing mm-hmm. uh rag on bradley whitford constantly on twitter they go back for and they're oh, really real, they're real good friends yeah. but it's hilarious because whitford's gotten so many emmy nominations uh-huh. and melina is like i'm just here yeah. you know uh-huh. and uh, he's looking for a paying job and the the funny thing is melina and aaron sorkin are big buds right go back a long long way mm-hmm. i mean till when a few good men was on broadway yeah and uh um you know so that's what whitford always holds over melina's head is you've got to wait for you know, Aaron to write you apart before you work again. But wow. Anyway, yeah. But I he's saw, also in uh, Get Out. Which did you ever see that? Get no, out? did not see. That's Get a out. great movie. But yeah. um, oh, who who that Jordan Peele? Jordan Peele. Yeah. yeah. Jordan mm-hmm. Peele said I, I read a I read a uh, quote from him. He said he wanted to see um, he wanted to see Josh Lyman from The West Wing dissecting some guy's head yeah. and that was the whole basis to put him in there but Woodford's a fabulous actor he really really is good uh Jeffrey Wright Westworld he was um oh Jeff Bernard okay uh, yeah in Westworld did a great job yeah he's really good he's going to be playing Commissioner Gordon in the new Batman coming up too right? he's going to be fabulous uh Gene Smart and Watchmen as supporting actress yeah just incredible who did Gene Smart play she was uh the older Silk Scarlet Silk, uh, Silk, Silk Spectre, Spectre. yeah uh-huh and she's Gene. in she's in Halt and Catch Fire. I'm rewatching yeah. that. Uh-huh. And, and was in Designing Women. 
See, I don't remember, yeah, but she, I never watched Designing yeah. Women. So, uh, supporting actor. Oh man, I'm going to butcher these names. Johava Depu. Depu. Yeah. Man, I tell you what, I'm sorry, Louis Gossett Jr. And you got that one right. Yahi Abdul Mateen II. I don't know what he played. I'm going to have to look that up. Was Can, he in uh, Watchmen? He was in Watchmen, yeah. yeah. He so. may have been um, uh, oh, he Mr. Was, Manhattan. He was Mr. Manhattan, that's yeah. right. He was phenomenal. And uh, Yovan, uh, can I put it in? Deepu? He didn't watch him as well. Yeah. Oh, he was the uh, he was the young Louis Gossett Jr. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Good for him. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he was great too. Um, Timothy Blake Nelson didn't get anything. No, he didn't. Man, I tell you what, your your impression <laughs> of Timothy Blake Nelson is great. But uh, he played Looking Glass, <laughs> and you know he played Looking Glass. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. was phenomenal. Well, a lot of people are listening to that and, and not detecting any difference in my voice, whatever. You know, it always sounds like that. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> it really does. Uh, keep on going through here. TV, movie, nothing really of a pertinence to what we like to watch from a... a uh, geek standard. A, a geek guy's standard. a certain age standard. So, reality host. I'm going to see. now. there's nothing in there. Uh, what was really funny, what was really kind of cool, a few years ago, um, David Osmond was nominated for a, well, no, that was a daytime Emmy. No, okay. it was a reality host. Um, I can't remember for Wonderama, which yeah. was really, it was a daytime Emmy. And he's, for, which one's son, Alan's? Uh, I think so. Okay. Anyway. One of the Osmond's sons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really, really nice yeah. guy. And now a celebrity in his own right. That's right. Structured reality program. Wow. I've never heard that phrase. Aren't they all structured reality? Oh programs? yeah. And that, that, isn't that the truth? So antiques roadshow, love is blind, Chuck shark tank. Uh, I don't think we've got anything else. We keep going. We're going. This is all comedy guest actress. Um, You've got a couple, you've got a Handmaid's Tale, Alexis Bledel. Oh, yeah. Um, G- Giancarlo Esposito in ah, Mandalorian. There we go. For guest actor drama, yeah. which was great. Also um, added some gravitas. Boy, he did. Yeah. He added a dark saber, yeah. too. So, yeah, I guess that's probably where we're going to stop. When are the Emmys? Does it even say? Have we even mentioned that? No, we haven't mentioned that. Writing for a drama series. Did uh, Watchmen get it? I'm looking out oh, for limited. Watchmen had to have. Lindelof. Yeah. Uh, did he write it? Or did he just, was he? No, he wrote it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This Extraordinary Being. So Watchmen got a nomination for that. I'm looking at directing. No directing nods. Well, all right. That's for, if I would look at the right thing. It's Summer, We're Running Out of Ice. Uh, Nicole Ca- Castle. Got a uh, nomination for Watchmen directing, which is really cool. You know, that reminds me. Oh, two, Sue, Steph Green, and Little Fear of Lightning. So, two directorial. So, they do those by episodes. Yeah. 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 Obviously. Uh, Something we haven't talked about in Watchmen, and I don't want to get off the rails here, but the, you know, the. Oh, why stop now? The title tree. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. The title treatments that they use. I mean, when that, uh, when you mentioned the, it's summer and running out of ice. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, the way they, they brought the. And and stylized it to the show how they brought in the title September twentieth so a September twentieth Jimmy Kimmel ABC okay so they are still planning to have a real show yeah who knows yeah uh, it's got they'll go into some sort of virtual lockdown sort of thing I'm sure 
yeah. um, as cases continue to mm-hmm. rise or not decline. Yeah. You know, you've, you've got to think there will be a... Um, a there was a, a feature, I can't remember if it was last Sunday or, or when it was on CBS. I think it was the Sunday before this past one. Tyler Perry's camp that he's got over in Atlanta, production camp. No, oh, uh-uh. he's got looks like barracks that he brings in, and and the the crew will come in for two weeks to do uh, so many episodes of different uh, shows that he produces. Yeah, uh, and so they'll come in, they're checked several times, you know, as uh, per week, and, yeah. and they all have to stay in quarantine there, and then they'll go to production studio and do their studio. I mean, do their shows, and then you know after the end of that time, they've gotten so many episodes done, and they'll they'll leave, and uh, so far no positive cases because of that. But he's able to produce television doing that and the people that are working even you know from stars cast crew whatever um are all willing to do that to make sure the the shows continue on and to get paid yeah and to do that and i think he's doing a lot of it you know probably at his own personal expense too yeah tr- you know building a bubble like that like the nba has done yeah in orlando and I, I read something this weekend where the new orleans saints they're doing essentially the same thing they've taken over a hotel oh okay that is, I think I read 120 of their 150 personnel is staying in this hotel, and the hotel's not open to the public. Okay. And so they're trying to recreate their own bubble. Right. As we see across pro sports, yeah. uh, Major League Baseball, uh, the Marlins, you know, their entire team got decimated. Right. Yeah. I believe they went out to a club. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Cardinals, which I wouldn't mind if the Cardinals dropped off the face of the planet, go Cubs, go. Um, but the Cardinals have been infected as well. So we've seen what the NBA has done with their bubble and yeah. we've seen what the major league baseball has not done with a bubble. And we're seeing, you know, a little divergence of, of seasons. That's there. how things work. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, but you know, Tyler Perry, Perry, his studio, he opened up oh, 18 months ago. Yes. Yeah. A state of the art. Oh yeah. It's incredible. Right up um, there in Atlanta. Did he, I'll have to. Did he buy Pinewood? He No, he didn't buy Pinewood. He okay. may have bought Pinewood. In London? No, no, there was a Pinewood Atlanta. Oh, okay. And I've man, I'm listening to, to Blockbuster with Jim yeah, Cameron. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, yeah. I've got that in my Oh, mind. it's tea time. The tea card's That's out. That's right. Yes. So, but uh, anyway, all right. So we have rambled through the Emmys without Jay. And yeah, kind of, you know, it'd been fun with Jay because Jay would have said, oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. I haven't seen He that. would have seen a lot of this. He really would have. Yeah. He really would have, especially the musicals. So anyway. <laughs> All right. On that note, thanks for joining us. And we will see you same time, same bat time, same bat channel next week.